No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> Put that on hold so I can't mess it up. <clears throat> All right. So, hey, guys and gals, this is Smash Tower from Continent Radio, and I am doing an unscheduled walk and test today. So, oh man, I think I might want to move this to the other pocket. <laughs> so, I am testing my podcast recorder. I tried to do this one time the other day, <coughs> but I think it was two things that were kind of going bad for it were, uh, one, I had the volume setting, uh, peak setting set up uh, too high, uh, and then I went out on the road, which picked up every nuance of traffic, so very loud. I'm trying to do that again today, I think at a lower setting. But today is also Sunday, so not as much traffic on the road. So I'm going ahead and setting this up and trying it again. So what was also going to happen is the recording from this test is going to be my podcast. So I'm going to edit it and put it up as a podcast because we're going to talk about some other stuff. So this is kind of an unusual podcast. As I said, this is going to be a walking, talking podcast. So we are currently, hmm, not used to those dogs coming out. Anyway, uh, so I will probably do my four mile walk today because I don't work today and I'm gonna go do the extra, extra lap for that. So that'll be cool. So stuff to talk about. There are tons. Ooh. Cannabis or a skunk, one or the other. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, lots of things have happened or happening. So for example, I got caught up on Halo. So I watched the most recent Halo. Now, I, one thing I do like about this is Paramount's bringing them episodes one episode at a time so you don't get all these huge, you don't get these huge uh, barrage of uh, new episodes uh, because that's really depressing when you go to watch them and then of course you don't try to binge watch but you end up binge watching all in this case you know all so many episodes and then you have to spend a year waiting for the next episodes to come out you almost get to a point where you're like Holy shit, what was I watching? <laughs> What's this show about? <laughs> you know, because it's been so long. I'm gonna have to rewatch the shows just so I can figure out what the hell I was watching. <laughs> so, that, that happens to me a lot. Uh, luckily enough, I'm a, uh, an addict when it comes to media and I have a tendency to uh, rewatch shows on a regular basis anyway. So, 
kind of something that I do. Uh, like, you know, for example, uh, I'm a Firefly fan, so I have a tendency to rewatch the a TV series, an old defunct TV series called Firefly. Firefly has a huge following. And you would think, you would think that uh, for a show that's been off the air for 10-ish, 15-ish years or so, uh, that it wouldn't have that big following, but it does. And uh, my mind is studio needs to reboot it not reboot it, restart it. Try to use the same cast if it's possible because, well, in technically in the show, one has physically died, so he can't be involved, uh, and one has died in the show, but it's science fiction, so you can always find a way to bring him back. <laughs> he didn't really die, or we bring him back, he's a clone. He's not the original Wash, we brought him back this guy's a clone now. Anyway. Okay. So, Halo. Uh, I'm still catching up, but it's getting to the parts that I really enjoy. Um, not much not much on the storyline, but way, way, way more on the action. So, kind of cool stuff. So, excited about that. Um, those episodes come out on Paramount Plus pretty much every Thursday. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure that I'm probably getting close to the end of the series already. Because, hey, why bust out all the action in the middle, right? <laughs> so, anyway, um, Halo, two thumbs up, still quite excited about it. Love the action stuff. So, it's very good. Uh, two. The Last Airbender. Okay. The one downside that I dislike about Netflix is they seem to be notorious about dropping all their shows at once. So I'm sitting there going, oh, I can watch I can watch all of the last airbenders all at once. And that's kind of depressing because as I was just explaining, boom, 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 I've watched all eight episodes and now I have to wait about another year or so to see any new uh, Last Airbenders. I've never seen the logic in releasing all the episodes at one time. But at the same time, they only had filmed eight episodes, so... I mean, it would have only lasted for two months, even if you did uh, release them once a week. It's like once a week, boom, there it is. Okay, good. Once a week, boom, there it is. Okay, two months out of the way, all the series has been done. All eight episodes have been showed, and that's it. <laughs> now you got to wait a year. So this is what I mean about how quiet the road is. Um, I did not double check my recording, so I don't know if this is going to be a success or uh, not as such a much of a success, depending on the uh, recording volumes. Uh, the recording volumes are steep decently high. The lapel mic is on my shirt collar, 
So when I get home and I stop the podcast, I will go over it and see what the quality is like and uh, probably edit it up and post it for today. Uh, I know that this is an unusual way to do it, but cool thing about podcasting is, hey, anything is possible. This is going to be an hour walk, so it can be an hour podcast. <laughs> Makes sense, right? All right, so anyway, I'd like to thank anyone who has joined the room. This is Smash Tower for Continental Radio. This is a dual uh, stream slash podcast. So I am testing my new equipment, and the recording from this new equipment will be my podcast for tonight. Anyone who is either listening to the podcast can actually see it on stream. You can go to the Smash Tower Studios Twitch, and you can see it there. And I most likely, by this afternoon, will transfer it to the YouTube channel that I started many years ago and just decided to start pumping it back out there. So, if you also want to give an opportunity, go to any and all of my social medias and follow me. Uh, Subscribe if you can. Well, actually, I don't think I'm set up for subscription on anything yet, but we are trying to make affiliate. So, more people to join the room, follow, chat in the chat room, the better off we are. Look, the sun is up slight cloudy so you can actually see the mountains without the bright fireball in the sky burning your retinas <laughs> gotta love that right <laughs> all right so we talked about uh halo still going strong i'm pretty sure we're getting to the climax of the show because as we said we're now busting into the action uh the last airbender i have watched all eight episodes Um, Do I like it over the animation? Um, I've only seen the animation a few times, but I do know I do enjoy the the live action. So I've seen two live action shows that were animes that were converted to uh, live action. And that was One Punch and uh, The Last Airbender. Uh, I did think that the last Airbender movie that they did a while back was mm, kind of a little hokey, (coughs) but it was still enjoyable. But I really enjoyed this um, uh, show. And I also enjoy the fact that they brought back several of the voiceover actors that did the show as the animation. So you actually get to see some of the characters doing the, their pieces that they did as an anime live action. Now, for sure, I know that, uh, uh, what's his name? I'm probably gonna get this wrong. Uh, Daniel De Kim. Um, I know him mostly from Hawaii Five-O. Um, He's done a variety of things. He's a really good actor. Um, He is the villain 
in this uh, um, the last this version of the last Airbender, and I guess he was the villain in the last version also. That makes a lot of sense, right? So anyway, uh, I give him great kudos, and I give the network great kudos for bringing him across. Uh, so he is converted from the um, just voiceover version to the media version, which for me, that's a really special thing because now those individuals um, are going to be able to, well, not like they wouldn't been able to, but they're going to be much more valuable in the con circuit that I go to as uh, um, as uh, a guest so you know now you can turn around and go well Daniel Day Kim was a was a fantastic actor but I don't think he ever really did the con circuit before but now that he's known for the anime and the live-action version of uh, The Last Airbender I think he'll, uh, I think his popularity in the con circuit will skyrocket. And uh, so, it's quite exciting. Looking forward to seeing how that pans out. I'm presuming that it will take about a year or two, but we'll see. He may, he may hit the market very quickly. <laughs> so... So if you join the room, once again, I am Smash Tower. This is Smash Tower Studios slash and podcast for tonight or today for Con Air Radio. I don't know how well this will go over as a podcast because I'm basically walking. But we're talking also. So... uh, I would love to get more interaction between my uh, podcast listeners and my streaming listeners and all my listeners all around. So I'm trying to find a way to get you all connected. I think there is a program that I eventually can use which will simulcast over all my platforms that are uh, able to, which will give me a live stream and recording so hopefully you'll be able to see these streams on twitch and youtube very soon so i'm quite excited about that and then of course being able to listen to the podcast on uh on on any of the regular platforms So anyway, sorry my phone vibrated, I wasn't sure. It's an actress friend of mine. So I have a few friends that are actors and actresses. Some of them are local, some of them are from California. And would love to bring them more into the, into the fold for Con Air Radio. But uh, you know how actors are, they always are busy. Always got new projects going. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so yes, we talked about Halo. We talked about The Last Airbender. 
what do I think about the last airbender? I love it. The series is good. I'm very much looking forward to seeing how the rest goes. So from my understanding, the last airbender as an anime did a very long trek. I don't know how many years it did run or is still running. I have not done that research. I should look into it <coughs> because this could be a phenomenal live action series. Personally, I think they need to stretch it out a little bit more than just eight episodes, but you know, I'm not one of those Hollywood moguls. Can't make those decisions for them. But someone should, damn it. Break it up a little bit so we can see more of these episodes. I mean, I don't know. Would you would you still watch a show if they only produced, if they only uploaded one episode a month? I mean, if you thought about it, if you uploaded one episode a month, uh, eight episodes would last you for a full year. Or for eight months, basically. A good chunk of a year. So if you bumped it up to like doing 10 episodes, you could probably physically keep producing one episode or putting out one episode um, a month and it would look almost seamless. Or if you did eight episodes, you recorded eight episodes, or sorry, nine episodes. Damn it, let's try this. Stop, slow down a little bit. I'm going a little too fast and my mind is not saying exactly what I want it to say. So, if they produced 12 episodes a year, <coughs> even if they recorded it and got all the basics done in two weeks, but they got them done so far in advance that they could keep producing a new episode or they keep con contribute a new episode every month, would it be still watchable? You know, could, would you still be addicted enough to watch the show if you only got one episode every month? But it would be continuous, no breaks. And when I say no breaks, I mean no breaks in the actual uploading. The actors could do all their filming for one episode in two weeks and then spend the next two weeks doing their own gigs and then back to the studio again. <coughs> I mean, there's a variety of ways to do it. I just really wish that Hollywood would find a way to do it where the fans didn't have to wait so long for the next movie, the next uh, episode. I mean, uh, the movies, uh, the Avatar movie series, the, not the last Airbender, but the, the actual Avatars, they come out like every two years. So they just released Avatar The Way of the Water um, in the movie theaters a little while back. It did well. Uh, they did a streaming, so it's still in the streaming. But from my understanding, his goal was to bring them out every two years. 
So, does it, I don't know, do you lose interest after two years? Or are you still excited to go rushing to the theater to watch um, the next version of a movie that you watched two years ago, you last watched two years ago? I don't know. I don't know if I wish to. I mean, I seem to. I, I, I went running to the movie theaters when the Avatar, the Way of the Water came out, so. So currently we are on the first lap of my stream slash podcast. Conversation has consisted so far of basically the Halo and the last airbender. Um, I explained that this is a stream slash podcast. <coughs> so we're going to take the recorded, um, the audio from this walk and we're going to make it into a podcast for tonight, which is exciting. So on that same note, oop, all right, first mile is out of the way. Only three more to go. So, oh, check this out. What was it last night and the night before? Well, last night was a bad night for me. My, uh, I think I pinched a nerve in my right arm and it got to the point where it was so intense I was taking painkillers to, to get it to tone down. But at the same time, I was still trying to do my job. So I'm a one arm, one arm gimp at the pizza place makes it really really hard to stretch out a pizza. But it was also difficult to wash dishes, but I kept up until we got ready to close and then everything kind of piled on me. But luckily he sent me home so I could recuperate. This morning I woke up, my arm is better. I mean, I can feel it, I can use it, I can put some weight to it, I can lift things, so I'm quite happy about that. Anyway, uh, so it was a very successful evening uh, for, for that. I think I might have also gotten off, off subject with the pain in the arm. But uh, anyhow, uh, yes, we did talk about the halo. We did talk about the last airbender. did talk about uh, the pain in the ass length in between new series. <laughs> yep, gonna have to keep mentioning that up periodically. Uh, the new equipment that I'm going to be using uh, when I go down to Tucson this time next week. Actually, to be correct, this time next week, next Sunday, I will probably be in the car driving to Tucson because I believe, actually, yeah, I believe their Sunday event started at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So it would make sense that I'd be on the road by 7.38 to be there because it takes about an hour and 45 minutes. So rough calculation is if the events start at 10 o'clock, then I should probably leave the house by eight, right? <laughs> so. All right, see, more realistic is that I would, would be getting ready to leave the house 
to go to Tucson for Wild Wild West Steampunk Convention. I have not been there for a number of years. I am looking forward to getting there, shooting some video, maybe doing a live stream. So there's a lot of coolness here. I <coughs> am deeply sorry that I could not invest the full weekend down in Tucson for this, but unfortunately, restarting a new job that is based on the weekend, um, his highest sales, his busiest time is Friday, Saturdays. So I gotta, gotta be there as much as I possibly can. <coughs> so, but maybe down the road for next year, I can put in the request early enough and maybe we can find a, a body replacement that will maintain the weekend sales for him. But you never know. I would love to do this as a job. And there are certain months of the year that I do enough cons that I can probably get, get it done as a job. But what I need to do is I need to set up a plan to where I can either get subscriptions from like uh, YouTube or Twitch or whatever that will bring in an income or sponsorships by the cons, hopefully, that will um, help, I don't want to use the word get them relevant or keep them relevant. But what I would like to do is keep the conventions in the minds of the individuals all year long. So <coughs> for maybe they, people would subscribe or sponsor Con Air Radio, then I can set it up to where maybe I'm doing a, a 30 second clip every podcast. So. I mean, wouldn't that be kind of cool if you're, uh, let's say you're the steampunk fan and every Monday or Tuesday or whenever I release a podcast, you would get a 30 second clip about the uh, convention reminding you it's on this date. You know, this is where the location is. Um, you know, can, you know, get your hotel rooms now type thing. The blocks are open, you know. Things like that, where you can get that information, yeah, if they would keep me in the loop, of course. So, um, anyway, that's kind of what I would like to set up. Can you see it, how nice it would be that every major convention, at least in Arizona, would uh, keep me updated on their events? and when things are going to go live so that I can keep their uh, fans informed on uh, when things are coming up and about. So, so for example, as I said, a week from today, we'll be down in Tucson doing Wild Wild West 
steampunk convention. And that's a really cool thing. And keeping informed about that information is a commodity. <coughs> so when a yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before, I was talking on my screen about creating a, a multifold, um, some sort of multi-forward media pamphlet that I can hand to a convention and basically they can look at it and go, oh, well, we can pay him, you know, $200 a year and he'll keep us relevant on his uh, social medias. And believe me, that's exactly what I want to do. That's what I basically started Con Air Radio 4 is to help keep the convention circuit relevant and branching out and, and starting to go and doing uh, interviews at conventions around the country eventually it would be nice but I've been doing this almost well in May it'll be nine years going into the tenth year so yeah been doing it a long time really would be nice to it would be nice to see a revenue come back out of it but you know people do things differently and you know how do you look at it do I look at it as uh, being a failure as a business owner because I'm not making any money doing this or because I've been doing this for going on nine years, does this prove that I'm in it for the long run? So if we found a way to monetize it, can we keep the, keep the spirit alive? I mean, if every convention that's out there, small, large, would reach out to Con Air Radio, or Smash Tower Studios, or wherever you want to reach out to me, and say, hey, we want to sign up for your $200 keep us relevant, <clears throat> you know, system. And I'm using the words keep us relevant just uh, as a term, not, I'm not trying to say that any con is too weak to keep themselves afloat, because cons are way too powerful for that. So, but wouldn't it be neat if you could find a way to know when every con is coming, what kind of con it is? <coughs> I mean, I can only be at one con at a time. Would I love Con Air Radio to eventually get so large that I had to have multiple teams going out throughout the country to cover conventions all over. Yes, that would be fantastic. Can you see that? Even in the US, that would be a substantial feat. But you've got Canada that does conventions in a big way. 
Mexico does conventions. Now, I don't think they do the same type of conventions as much, but uh, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that they do have Comic-Con type conventions down there. Um, and then we all know that England, Scotland, Ireland, they all do conventions. Matter of fact, I have a friend, she was invited to the Saudi Arabia Comic-Con. Not sure that's one that I would want to go to. <laughs> or, I don't know, at least once, maybe. Kind of like San Diego. <laughs> Got to go at least once, you know. <laughs> San Diego is too big. <coughs> I think uh, it would be too large and it would deter me from doing things to the magnitude that I want. So... I don't know, guys. Do you think we should do San Diego sometime? I mean, from my understanding, it's even fucking hard to get regular tickets to San Diego, more or less, media passes. I mean, most cons, I really don't even think they like media, to be honest. It seems to me that they put us much lower on that scale I don't know if that's because maybe they've been burned way too many times that people come in and they come in as media but they don't cover it to the magnitude of the conventions and to be honest I would love the conventions to let me know if we're covering their convention uh, enough um, for their satisfaction. Now. I would presume that any convention that I've done in the past, if they were unsatisfied with my coverage, that they would not allow me to come back again. They would venture on and find somebody else. <coughs> but I've had a very positive experience with the cons and uh, applying and getting the um, approval to go. To my recollection, I've only been once denied um, access to a con as media. <coughs> and it was a convention that uh, one company that had a local convention was trying to branch out into different cities and they had set up to do a con at a set another city I applied for the media coverage figuring that if they liked what I did for them here that I would get approved and then when I got denied I'm sitting there going oh my god I got denied. That's kind of depressing because, you know, did I get denied because I did something wrong or did I get denied because, you know, of something else? Because no one really goes into depth of why you get denied. They just say, at this time, we won't be doing... Well, I find out later that the convention itself got canceled. <coughs> and...
it never ever <laughs> tried to happen again so it was never a situation of trying to catch them next year it just never happened again so you know part of me is looking at it maybe they maybe they when they denied me to come out and cover it maybe it was because of that they already knew that they were going to close down the con and you know why have media cover it if it wasn't going to be there <laughs> so that's the way i look at it you know i don't know if that's exactly the reason or not but it's the way it looks good in my optics <laughs> So we've covered Halo, we've covered some of the con stuff. We covered the fact that I'm using new equipment that I'm very excited for. Because there's an attachment that I can put on this same recording device that I have on me right now. And it allowed me to connect two wireless mics to this recorder. Now I haven't tested this yet. So I still have to go out and test this and see if this works. But currently, this recording that I'm doing right now and combined with my stream will be a podcast tonight as long as it records well. Now I have the mic set. <clears throat> I have it on lock. So as far as I know it's recording well. I'm going to take a quick look at it because I also don't know if the batteries are holding up. Oh, that's upside down, so it doesn't look good anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. My battery is getting very close to dying. <clears throat> it's got one bar left on these batteries. So, on that note, <clears throat> I'll probably say this. The podcast may get cut short. <laughs> the recording seems to be recording good and strong. So, I'm looking at that. That's good. But I've got one bar left on my batteries in this device so I presume it will cut off um, since this is I think my second lap was that my third lap going into it I'll find out here in a little bit but I'm presuming that this is at least my second lap meaning I probably will not have enough juice to finish this podcast we will soon see but the peak that it's recording does look like it's doing extremely well. So I'm excited about that. Um, it's got 38 minutes recorded. I like to try to do my podcast for roughly an hour, so it's actually doing well. So we'll see how far it goes. But uh, still excited. Doesn't remember remind me though that I'll have to make sure I pick up some uh, batteries. More of the dogs have come out to say hi. Uh, so there's a lot of cool things that are going on, and I've only covered the fact that we've got Wild Wild West next weekend, but the weekend after Wild Wild West, Conair Radio will be heading north to Flagstaff north to Flagstaff for the entire weekend at Katori. We have our room reservation. I am happy about that. <clears throat> so we will be going up there and we will be quite 
comfortable. Um, now, the only thing that seems semi-depressing about that entire event is over the last couple of years that we've gone up there, <coughs> usually there's been a, a snowstorm that comes in and it snows for the weekend, making it ever so pretty. And I was really hoping to get a lot of video and streaming stuff done for the uh, for that, but <coughs> I'm presuming that I'm not going to be seeing any real snow on this excursion north. Uh, the long for long forecast just shows temperate weather, so it's not even going to be really cold. Um, to be honest, it actually will be right around the temperature that it is currently here uh, in the 50s. So I'm kind of like, well, hell, no snow. But you never know. It's in the mountains, a quick rainstorm venturing through the, through the mountains may give us enough snow to put light flurries out there. So. Fingers crossed on that also. <laughs> but I'm excited about it. Um, I'm also interested. Okay, so my app has just told me that I've completed two miles, so I have two more laps to go. So I'm probably correct on the, uh, on the fact that this recorder will probably die off long before that. I'll try to pull it out and occasionally look at it. Yeah, still going strong. But um, Katori will be fun there. Oh, what I was trying to say is I noticed this year that they've added some Twitch um, uh, content creators. <coughs> so they've added the ability to have um, Twitch people in there, and that uh, att attracts my attention. So if they have any panels, I most likely will try to go to the panel. Um, I'm a little disappointed though, that from what I've seen from their Twitch channels, I don't think I've ever seen a picture of what they actually look like. They use avatars. So now this interests me in, in one way <clears throat> because I've thought about it at one time of creating an avatar <clears throat> to do some of my streaming. But I just was thinking about some of my streaming, not all of it. <clears throat> you know, maybe when I'm doing my gaming, but I don't know yet. <clears throat> I did need to do more research. I was actually hoping for the opportunity to talk to them one-on-one -on -one and see where they come from and see how they do it. Now, both of these people are highly successful as content creators. Um, they both have 14, 15,000 followers on Twitch alone. So I'm, I'm presuming that they're affiliated or partnered and they're getting physically 
contributions they're getting physical contributions from the stream <clears throat> so it is a source of their income now our 14 to 15,000 followers on Twitch um, enough for a content creator to survive on um, through uh, sponsors or um, subscriptions. So that's something that I'm interested in finding out. Now, I, I understand that content creators probably are going to keep quiet on a lot of that because they don't want everybody jumping out there to be a content creator, you know. Or if they do, you know, you don't want competition, right? So my mind is, are they gonna be forthcoming with information <clears throat> or are they gonna sit on their information, you know, to, to keep their practices, you know, private and quiet but I'm looking for stuff that's going to keep Con Air Radio alive. I may not have that following that these kind of creators have, but I think that I could at one time have enough subject matter um, to keep people somewhat interested in what's going on. The difficulty is trying to find a way to get it fired up to where we can get the uh, subscriptions starting to come in so that we can start getting an idea of what's gonna happen. Because <coughs> if people start to subscribe to my channel once I become affiliated, well, unfortunately, till till I come affiliated. And the, the downside with that is, is that I need people to come into my channel and view my stuff. And, uh, you know, my, my uh, content, uh, currently my content is uh, walking in the mornings. Now, on Twitch, this is, I'm streaming enough to become affiliated. It's just having the fans. That was a noisy one. It was just having enough of the fans to be in the room so that we can be hit affiliated. So tonight, I'll probably stream my gaming that uh, I have uh, plans for. Now, will I have anyone viewing my gaming tonight? No idea. Would I be able to get three to five people in a chat room to do it? I don't know. I game ARC. Now, the viewing of people that want to do ARC are slim. Um, it seems to be going down. It's in kind of a defunct game now. <clears throat> They've put 
all their attention into their newer version, uh, which I think is called Ark Survival Ascended, which I do not have a copy of, which my new computer probably could do, but currently I do not have that set up. Now, if all else fails, I could easily buy it and uh, start doing it. Um, I do have a friend that I think he has his own server for it. I don't know, actually. I really should reach out to him. I know that last time I saw him online, he was playing a different game called Pal World, which, I don't know, kind of looks like a, a, a mix or a mashup between Ark and Pokemon. I'm not sure if that's something that I want to play. I mean, I did play Pokemon Go on my Android for quite a while. Well, not quite a while, for a while. And I enjoyed it. And then they tweaked it a little bit here and there, and I kind of lost interest as that time went by. But, uh, I don't know, maybe a new game is what I need to do. There were some games that I really do like the interest of. So, for example, I thought of another one that was called Raft. And I think they've come out with modules and expansions for Raft. But um, I also thought that it might get boring rather quickly, too, because <clears throat> you're just floating around collecting materials and uh, building onto your raft or making a garden or anything along that line. So it could be, could be kind of a boring one. I thought about uh, Sea of Thieves um, because it's pirate-based. <coughs> but... To be honest, it looks a little bit more complicated for me, and I'm, I like my games rather simple. You know, building bases and training dinosaurs, that really kind of fits in for me. If anybody joins the room, please say hi in the chat. Let me know you're there. I don't know if I mentioned it, I think I did, that we have made it our two laps, so <clears throat> we're now into our third lap. We had a person come into the chat room the last day that I streamed, and they did follow. So we'd like to thank them again for doing that. I very much would love to get some people in the room so that we could hit our affiliate marks. <coughs> but I do understand if walking and talking is not exactly everybody's forte. And it's early in the morning, so uh, 
there may not be enough people even up to watch. You never know. But Twitch is worldwide. And where it may be morning here, it may be night somewhere else. So, Boy. So, um, also on another note, I'm getting uh, probably right after we get back from uh, Wild Wild West, the very next day, I think I'll probably be going to see the movie Dune 2, the second movie in the series. I don't know how far they're going to go in these movies, so I don't know if Dune 2 is the ending of these movies. I know that they did create many books. So, but the original Dune seemed to be the most popular of the series. So, they're probably more focused on just putting out the original movie. So, that is the goal probably for Monday of next week. So Sunday, Wild Wild West, Monday, Dune. Very next weekend, Katori and Flagstaff for the weekend. Very excited for that. And then, as of now, I would be spending the weekend at Game On Expo in Phoenix I have a lot of friends and a couple of cosplayers and my co-hosts are currently there or will be there I should say not currently there <laughs> um, which is the reason they were not able to attend Katori and the reason that we had to uh, deny the request of us being a guest at Katori which irks me a little bit because I wanted to guess there, but um, without co-hosts to help bear, carry some of the weight, I would not have to be able to survive, um, you know, hosting panels and such like that, which is a requirement for their guests. So, I'm kind of depressed about that because if I don't acquire maybe a new co-host or two, that means that chances are I will not be guesting at Sabo or Katori from now on. Um, and I enjoy the conventions. I probably would still try to go and cover it for media, but not being able to guest will take out a little bit. I like the idea of, of having the table to where we could just knock out. I do way, way so many more interviews when we have a table there. <coughs> you know, the three of us would go out and pretty much talk to the, the invited guests and bring them in to the table so that uh, we could do interviews. So, 
but uh, under the circumstances with their the current policies of having to do the panels and me going solo, it wouldn't work for me. So till I get a new co-host or co-hosts that are available for those events, then uh, it'll have to just stop there. But there are other conventions out there. And, <clears throat> you know, if it gets to a point where just going and covering these guys for media is too expensive, then I'll probably start to focus on some other conventions <coughs> that may be going on at the same time. Now, it seems to me that they've uh, conventions that used to go on the same weekend have now started tweaking their dates a little bit so that they're not going and, and doing the same weekend. So that's somewhat beneficial for me, for Con Air Radio, is that uh, I can cover more cons if I had more time and more money, which is, I'm working on that too. <laughs> But anyway, so we've covered Wild Wild West Con. We've covered Katori. Um, I am very anxious to go to uh, Game On and cover Game On. It does look like after Game On is over, it probably will be um, a longer pause before I go to another convention, which would be Fan Fusion in May, which I'm excited about that. We've already got our hotel reserved. Uh, we'll be staying at the Hyatt this year, which we haven't been, we've not stayed at the Hyatt for a couple of years. <clears throat> so we're kind of excited to do that again. Um, I enjoyed staying at the Hyatt before. And one of our last years that we were there, <clears throat> that uh, we actually were had uh, a full crew and we did some of our podcasting on a balcony which they have a very few uh, balconies at the Hyatt and as far as I know they're the only hotel that have any balconies at all so <clears throat> we're very excited about going there I don't have a, high, uh, a balcony room um, they were too expensive. They've, uh, you know, they've gotten more and more expensive and evidently my status as a podcaster, content creator and such does not give me special privileges. <laughs> no. <laughs> a company as big as the Hyatt wants to turn around and take this little podcast company and give them, you know, extra stuff no not gonna happen <laughs> would be nice would be nice to be recognized you know and people come out of their way to to do stuff for us but in this case yeah not gonna happen <laughs> just got an alert wasn't sure what it was Let's see if i can find it Ah, uh, nothing. Oh, there's somebody walking way up ahead. 
They look like they're walking this way. We may intercept with them, we may not. Not like we strike up a lot of conversations, but back here looks like a young lady, but I'm still quite a ways away. Way your hands on me, lay your hands. Yes, I have music in my ear too, so <laughs> a little bit of Bon Jovi. So yes, we're excited about Fan Fusion. I do, I am looking to get autograph and picture with at least one actor, um, which will probably cost me about 170 bucks, roughly. <clears throat> but uh, since he is in the Mandalorian, well, I guess it, to be more correct, he is in the Star Wars canon. So he has been on the Mandalorian. He has been in Ahsoka. He has been in the book of Boba Fett. So, and he's now currently in the last airbender. So, He's definitely a very popular uh, actor right now. The demand for him is high. So I'm looking forward to getting a photo op and autograph with him. I might have to limit my photo ops this year. We'll see. But, all right, we've done three laps. Yep. Three laps we have done. So this is a little bit different as a stream than a podcast. So as a podcast, you're getting kind of a little bit of quiet time in between as I'm walking along, changing themes or changing, uh, oh good, I think I'm going to have an incident here in a bit. There were some very noisy individuals when I made this last lap before. I think I see one ahead. Hey. Hopefully it won't turn into anything. <clears throat> but anyhow, so yes, we're very excited for at least one photo op <coughs> during Fan Fusion. Um, I, start, I looked at Game On for a possible autograph photo op, but I really didn't see, they don't do many media, um, like uh, regular, t the regular TV, they do the, the game on voices, they do the anime voices, but it's mostly voices. Now they have done some others, um, I quit watching the WWE uh, a number of years ago, well 
decades, I think, ago. And they have brought in a <clears throat> old-time wrestler, Ted DiBiase. Uh, but uh, that doesn't interest me in the slightest anymore. <clears throat> and then, uh, let's see. There was an actor that's a martial artist. I think he did the Mortal Kombat's. So he does interest me a little bit, but I personally wish that uh, Game On would start to try to pull some regular media. Maybe there's some that have done a little bit of both, like, for example, the gentleman I was talking about that was going to be a fan fusion. Um, well, he does, I'll rephrase, he does. <coughs> um, um multiple media type shows <clears throat> what i would love to see is daniel d kim <clears throat> come and do it because he <clears throat> was the voices of the anime and the live action so he would be a fantastic choice for a, a convention like game on expo Uh, looks like someone's going to be doing some yards, setting up a yard sale out there. But anyway, so if I was game on, I'd probably be shooting for some of those guests. I mean, they have a huge amount of guests for, for that. But... Uh, for the for the anime but nothing really for the major media and it kind of depresses me a little bit because game on it has gotten big enough <clears throat> to where he can do that so anyhow we'll see but um, there's another one oh I was kind of a little depressed I recently found out that <clears throat> one of the conventions that are not far from my house uh, has changed locations. So um, I recently found out a convention that I've attended recently called UwuCon um, has now changed locations. So it's no longer going to be in the East Mesa area. So, uh, it looks like it's going to be over in Scottsdale, <clears throat> which is still technically, I guess, the East Valley, but not East Mesa. The location from my home was very easy to get to before, but now that it's going to be in Scottsdale, I probably won't attend, uh, which kind of depresses me a little bit. They got, they gave me a really good location this last year, and I was really excited about it, and I was excited, hopeful that they would do it again, but evidently <coughs> the uh, facility was 
purchased by a different owner who evidently does not have that same interest. And a con or anime convention in his facility may not have been what he was looking for. You know, business is business, but you never know. Maybe he makes more money on little kitty tournaments coming into play. Baseball, softball, basketball. You never know. Or he wanted to charge too much. I don't know. A little depressing, but unfortunately, because of the location change, it would make it hard for me to go. And it's in the middle of the uh, visitor season, so not something that would probably help. But we'll see. It's not a priority right now. Um, I think it was scheduled in November. So something like along that line may. I mean, it's still a possibility, but I really don't see that action happening. that I just went offline why hmm so my stream has ended not sure why I'll have to double check when I get home but anyway so I'm going to end the stream. I'm an hour into the podcast, this walking podcast. So I will uh, probably end this also at the same time. <clears throat> um, I like you guys to... If you have any input about the walking, talking podcast, <laughs> if it's not something you like, well... That's understandable. It's probably not something that I would do all the time, but it gives me an opportunity to test the new equipment. So it's well worth it in my mind. <laughs> uh, chances are I will test, further test my equipment um, with the wireless mics. Um, I don't know if I'll try to do the lapel at the same time but I would like to do a couple of tests to see if I can have all three <clears throat> working at the same time the lapel and two other recorded mics now I don't expect they'll come out as separate channels but uh, you know if they record well then I'll be excited for that I've got a week to try to get this stuff tested before I go down to Tucson so it's exciting but all right guys and gals uh, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast this is smash hour for Con Air Radio I hope to hear you and see you again soon once again try to follow me on and any and all of our 
of our social networks. Uh, pictures are usually posted on Instagram, Con Air Radio 2. Um, I do have a stream on Twitch, so that would be uh, Smash Tower Studios on Twitch, which is also the same as my TikTok. So it's Smash Tower Studios on TikTok. On Facebook, we're Con Air Radio 1, I believe. Or just search for Con Air Radio. Uh, what else, what else, what else, what else, guys and gals? That's probably it. So if you have any comments, please follow me um, on any of those social platforms and send me a comment. Let me know what you think. <clears throat> if you don't like the Walking Talking podcast, which is not actually a podcast, it's just Con Air Radio talking while I'm walking. <clears throat> um, but uh, if it's something that you don't, you're not interested in, hey, please let me know. I'll try not to do it again, but it was a good way for me to test my equipment. <laughs> Anyhow, as we like to say from Con Air Radio, we'll see you at the con. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.